Hey, what's up guys, Travis here. And if you've been following me or my story for any length of time, you know that I started a company called Guestio about a year and a half ago now. And one of the things that we are doing this year in 2022 is we're building a concierge program called the Fast Pass that allows you to get booked on top quality shows and platforms for the purpose of spreading awareness for your brand, grabbing attention, uh, growing your credibility, your authority, et cetera, et cetera. And so if you are listening to this right now and you are a seven figure plus entrepreneur and you have a budget to bring in traffic, attention, credibility, authority to your brand, then this might be a really great program for you. Just head over to travischapel.com slash 10K. Why 10K? Because we guarantee in this program that you're going to be able to speak in front of 10,000 people within 90 days. Okay, 10,000 people within 90 days. Imagine getting on a stage in front of 10,000 people to share your message, your story. That's exactly what we are doing inside of this program through virtual stages like podcasts or virtual events or YouTube channels or blogs. You name it, we are working with it, and we are trying to get you booked on those platforms. So travischapel.com slash 10x. There's a quick application there, and then right at the end of that application, it'll prompt you to set up a phone call where you'll jump on a call with me, and we'll talk through whether or not you're a great fit for this program. Please act fast on this. Do not wait because we are only taking on one or two clients a week due to uh, constraints with our team and the limited supply of high quality shows and platforms that are out there in the market. So if that's you and you're really wanting to explode your brand in 2022, head over to travischapel.com slash 10K, fill out the application, schedule a quick phone call, and you and I will chat really soon about whether or not this would be a great fit for you. Thanks, guys. Talk to you soon. Build Your Network, episode 117. Hey, this is Jared Glenn. I'm the vice president of sales for Grant Cardone and the co-host of the Young Hustlers podcast. If you are looking to shortcut your path to success and get connected with the right people, then you need to be listening to the Build Your Network show with my good friend, Travis Chapel. You have the ambition, the knowledge, and the experience, but still lack those relationships necessary for achieving true success. Welcome to Build Your Network, your guide to growing your inner circle, increasing your influence, and assisting others in reaching their goals. This is networking the way it should be, brought to you by your host, Travis Chappell. What is up and welcome to the one and only show that brings you tips and tricks on networking from the best experts around three days a week. Although they may not all be in the same field, every guest that comes on the show has one very important thing in common. They believe, as I do, that building relationships is crucial to achieving success in life. I cannot wait to introduce you to today's guest, but First, if you have not done this already, please go ahead and schedule a quick chat with me. I would love to talk with you sometime just for 10 or 15 minutes over the phone. Um, head on over to buildyournetwork.co forward slash FB. And in the pinned welcome post in the top of my Facebook group, you'll see a link that goes directly to my calendar. And there you can schedule a quick chat. I'd love to talk with you sometime. So I'll catch you there or I'll catch you in the Facebook group. And now let's go ahead and chat with today's guest, Jared Glant. Jared is Vice President of Sales at Cardone Enterprises and co-host of Young Hustlers on Grant Cardone TV. Having learned from Grant Cardone in 
person, Jared is helping over 80 million millennials with challenges of entering the workforce by providing tips and strategies to accelerate growth and increase revenue. A sales expert, Jared has helped thousands of individuals and businesses master their pitch. At 21, he got a job selling print and online advertising and quickly became the number two rep in the country, making 150000 a year. A millionaire millennial, Jared tells others to chase their dreams, to chase opportunity, to get skills, and to keep grinding. He has helped Grant Cardone and his company skyrocket sales with exponential growth every year since 2010. Jared, welcome to the show, brother. Super excited to have you on. Why don't you go ahead and tell us what you're most excited about right now? Well, thanks so much for that, Travis. There's so much to be excited about because our company is growing so fast, but we just really started doing more live training type stuff, more web live training stuff that's a little bit longer format than than what you'll find in most cases than that Grant's putting out on social. So like we just put one up, grantcardone.com forward slash free training. It's probably two and a half hours on negotiations. It's unbelievable content. And then we're actually doing one in two weeks that you can get signed up for at grantcardone.com forward slash money. Awesome. Awesome. So you guys are doing a lot more live long form content then? Yeah. You know, that's Grant's business. That was his business prior to social media was doing seminars. And so he'd be able to get up in front of an audience and talk about one sales concept for two or three hours. And so people that are new to following Grant don't really know about his history in that area. And so when he they see him on social, he's typically just kind of scratching the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. And these longer form content pieces that we're putting out allow him to peel a lot of layers back and really get deep. We just did a three-day boot camp. We've got another one coming up in July where it's all grant all three days and he just tears apart money and sales and process and phone calls and you know. 10x mindset and targets and goals. And it's really, uh, then go grantcardonebootcamp.com to get more info on that. Grantcardonebootcamp.com, grantcardone.com slash free training. I mean, look, if you're not following the stuff that they're putting out there, you're missing out on so much fantastic content. Like there's a lot of content out there nowadays and and everybody knows that, but the stuff that, that Grant puts out is always insanely practical, insanely usable. Like you can implement it today and make more money. Like definitely go follow his stuff if you're not doing that already. But anyway, Jared, let's go ahead and talk about how you got started with all this. So a little bit came out in the bio, just like you've always been in sales and that's just kind of where you've started. How did you get linked up with Grant? What has that whole journey been looking like for you? I had always been in sales jobs. I had a job selling advertising in my early 20s, was crushing it, living at home, no bills, making 150 grand is is a lot of money. But that kind of led me into some bad choices and thinking that that I was a lot more than I really was and, you know, Rolex watching, table clubs, bottle popping, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then ended up just really kind of spinning out ended up on unemployment, smoking dope every day, just like not in a good spot. And then ended up moving out of state with my parents. Couldn't kind of get that going. I just felt like I was riding the coattails and I wanted to kind of do my own thing. So I moved back to Southern California. had a job that I didn't love and my dad knew it. And so he had bought some products from this guy for his sales team and sent me a YouTube video and says, Hey, check this dude out. You know, he's got some good stuff. And so the video was a YouTube video of grants. I clicked it, went to his YouTube page. I think at the time there were probably 35 videos on his YouTube channel. (laughs) Wow. 
watched every single one of them and made the decision. I was like, I'm going to go work for this guy. So tracked him down, called the office every day for probably a month and a half almost. Okay. Figured out who everybody was, met everybody, was, you know, joking and jacked with everybody on the phone. And then finally I got interviews. So I up there. And when I, when I interviewed, I interviewed in the pool house, the office was in a pool house at the time for the business, because it was at the time a seminar business that really didn't have a lot of, I mean, you had three employees at the time. So okay. there weren't, it wasn't a really like employee heavy business because he had promoters that were promoting deals for him. And, and so it was a pretty small shop. and and then. I came in and we really kind of started repositioning the platform. We built out Carlin University and then fast forward today, we've got 90 employees. So, Wow. Awesome. Awesome. So literally you're there from the very beginning of all this, like as far as like, especially the brand that, that Grant has today with social media and stuff coming out more and more. So he starts on YouTube. This is back in 2010 or so. And Facebook. 2009. 2009. Really. Okay. This episode of the show is brought to you by Indeed. We are driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate is not to search at all. It's to match and match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need this platform, guys. I'm telling you, Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work and use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging candidates so you can connect with those people even faster. And it doesn't just help you hire faster. In fact, 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And look, guys, one of the things that I wish I would have used Indeed for is this matching service. You can search and search and search and search and search all day long, but to actually be presented with quality candidates, like, like, like hiring a, a recruiter for you that's presenting people that has actually done the work to vet them and uh, bring quality people in front of you, that work by itself is uh, the fact that it's done by a software instead of like a team of high quality recruiters is, is pretty insane. So they leverage over 140 million qualifications and preferences every single day, which is why Indeed's matching engine is the best one that you can use. It's constantly learning from your own preferences. So the more you use it, the better it gets at doing the job for you. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility over at indeed.com slash Travis. Just go to indeed.com slash Travis right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed here on the podcast. Indeed.com slash Travis. Terms and conditions apply. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. So so all the other socials are pretty low key still at this point, right? Personal Facebook page with like 3,500 friends. Twitter account that just is being, like not being used at all. No such thing as Instagram. No such thing as Snapchat. Gotcha. Yes. Very, very beginning. Yeah. That's so cool though, to see everything that you guys have worked on to now come to this point. So there's so much about the story that I love, bro, because obviously this is a Build Your Network podcast. So I'm a huge advocate of getting around the right people. And so that's something that I really, really respect about your story is that you weren't looking for another job, like another, just like another thing to go make some money at. Like you were looking for a relationship, a person, you know, and this is something that Grant and I talked about in our interview is that too many people 
go looking for a job instead of looking for a person to like work under or work with or rub shoulders with. Can you walk us through that process? Was that something that you just like were really stoked about or how did that come about? I really think the answer to that question is dependent upon the person that you ask it to. Okay. Like with girls, you know, some guys are, they can't be with one person for more than a couple months before they're just like, they got to get something else. And other guys are like, you know, I'm a relationship guy. I want stability in that area. I want to lock in and get out on that love boat. So I think that for me, I'm more of a stability guy. I like being in relationships. I don't like having a lot of variables in certain areas of my life. And then because it allows me to really like hook in and lock in and push hard and get really good at something, you know, yeah. I think too many people jump around too fast and they don't, you know, they don't ever fully commit to anything in the first place. And then they look back and they wonder why it didn't work out. And it's like, hmm. you know, you're two years into something and you're looking for something new because you never really committed to this thing in the first place. And so, you know, I think that people have a lot of fulfillment issues where they're at and they think that it's the vehicle that they're in when in fact, it's really just the commitment that they've demonstrated in that role. Yeah. So when do you think enough is enough is because obviously sometimes they're just bad opportunities that you do need to separate from. But I agree with you in the fact that a lot of people do that too early. So at what point is it like, okay, now you really need to start looking to like, you know, get into a different vehicle? Well, I think that identifying what a good vehicle in the first place is, is important. A lot of people take jobs and are promised the riches and, you know, miles of opportunity and it just doesn't exist. So, you know, I would just say if you're looking for the right vehicle, then you need to find out number one, how much money are people actually making there? Hmm. Like in my office, you could come pull W2s for everybody and see that, you know, that we have six figure, middle six figure earners all over the place. Yeah. It's not like, hey, you could make 250 grand, but everybody here is only making 100. Mm-hmm. You, know, you could make 500 grand, but everybody here is only making like 150, 200. Like people in the environment are making the kind of money that you're being promised, then that's a good indicator. You need to find out who the leader is, who's driving the ship, because if they're growth focused, if they're not satisfied, you're in the right place. If you're in an opportunity, like as a younger person, like I would just say, like, you need to look at one of two things for, for an opportunity. Number one, how much money can you make there? Or number two, what can you learn there? Hmm. If you're not making money, you better be learning something invaluable. Or if you're not learning anything, you better make, be making a ton of money. Mm-hmm. If you're not doing either of those, then first thing you need to look at is your level of commitment to find out if you're walking three feet from gold and you don't even know it. Yeah. And then if that's if you're all in and committed and it's still not there, then you just need to pull the eject. Right, right. So leadership is one of the biggest things. That's something I've always told my wife, especially recently with meeting a lot of the people that I've had on the show is like, she was like, would you ever take a job again? And I was like, no, no, I wouldn't. But then I was caveated. I was like, you know what? Actually, I probably would if it were with somebody that I would really love to be one day, you know, like if it were somebody like a Grant or like an Ed Milet, like somebody that I could get in and rub shoulders with and learn from a daily basis. Like, yes, I would take a huge pay cut and I would take a job and do what they told me to do just because of that association. Yeah, I, I take a little bit of an issue with something you said there, because I think that there is this idea that is defeating for people out there right now that the only way to make money and be successful and have you know the life you want is to be an entrepreneur and be your own boss mm-hmm. 
And you said, take a pay cut. I mean, like I made $1.2 million last year working for somebody else. And that's probably going to double in the next three years. Like I'm making a load of money and, <laughs> and I work for somebody else. So like being an entrepreneur, like I get that, but some people starting their own thing, they're just not ready for it. And I think that too many people try to become an entrepreneur, whatever that means. Anyways, they try to start their own thing and be their own boss too soon. And for the wrong reasons. And I think that what happens is the people that think that that's the only way to get what they want end up getting defeated mm. because they think that that's the only way. And I'm proof that it's not. Yeah, totally. So I should have caveated that a little bit. All I was meaning by that is that I would even be willing to take a pay cut. I was not yeah. saying that like yeah. you have to take a pay cut to yeah, go yeah. work for somebody else. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I was it, was, it was an opportunity yeah. to make, make, a, make a, a good a, point. Yeah. Really important. You know, very, a very important yeah. point, because that's something that I actually teach on a lot is too many people get caught up, like what you said, with the idea of entrepreneurship. And I like that you said whatever that means, because I agree, like I would look at somebody like you and most people would be like, oh, he has a job. He's not an entrepreneur. It's like, well, he's actually killing it. And like he is an entrepreneur because he doesn't just have a job like he, this is an entrepreneurial opportunity where you're allowed to like get in and work and work for yourself and grind like with somebody else and still be able to make money yourself, still be able to invest in other things and like have all that. It's so much more than just like, oh, I work for myself. It's like, yeah, you may work for yourself, bro, but you live on your mom's couch and you make like, you know, $12,000 yeah, a year. Yeah. Like oh. that doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And that goes back to who you're working for, you know? Yes. And yes. it goes back to like, are you in the right vehicle? But people, they'll find every excuse in the world not to look in the mirror and Blame address themselves. the real issue, which is accept responsibility, bro. You're not where you're at because of you're in your own way. Like yeah, totally. And you don't have the gut to actually be like, Hey, I'm sitting here and I'm not happy. And it's my fault. Mm -hmm. Most people can't have that conversation with themselves. And so they try to find excuses and blame it on everybody else, but themselves. Like it was hard. I wanted to quit. I wanted to give up. There's some days that I feel on top of the world. And other days I feel like, dude, am I going into the office and doing this thing? Like, dude, but that's life. Bro. You just like, that's, that's how things roll. There's way more good days than bad days. And you just show up and you work through them like man up. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's where a lot of the beauty is, man. The beauty's in the struggle. That's where I think true fulfillment and happiness comes from is the ability to handle struggle better than most people do. Especially with our generation, there's like this whole thing where people are just trying to avoid any sort of pain or struggle or anything yeah. at all in their life. Yeah. And then when it comes up, they like blame the world and everything around them and play this huge victim mentality of like everybody's against me type thing. And look, if every vehicle that you've been in has been poor, then maybe you should look in the mirror because there's probably a chance that it's not the vehicle at this point. It's probably you. Most things like you were saying at the beginning, if you commit to it and like get in and just get it done, you'll be able to do well with. And Grant's a perfect example of that, like getting into the car business. He'll ask him and he'll say like, oh, I hated it. It was ridiculous, but it was the only opportunity that I had. But he yeah. did the best that he could at it, became one of the best in the country at it, and now has built an entire brand and several businesses off of it because usually it's not the opportunity. Usually it's not the vehicle. It's probably you or your commitment level. The grass is greenest where it's water. Yes. Yes. I love that. Love that. So what's the biggest takeaway that you've gotten from working with Grant, Jared? Like, what would you say is like, let's say you're making this amount of money, but working at some corporation where you don't have mentorship from Grant, what would be the biggest difference do you think? You know, that's always a real interesting question because like people think that 
my relationship with Grant. My relationship with Grant is he's like my friend, but we've built this thing together. And, you know, I've been able to, to be a pretty valuable partner for him. In, in <laughs> Very what, valuable. Yes. <laughs> so, but he doesn't sit up, you know, we don't sit down and he's like, okay, Jared, you know, we're going to sit down and we're going to talk about, you know, how you can be more of this. Like, I don't even ask those questions because I learned so much just from like proximity, like, like he creates so much content online. I can't even watch it all. That's how much content creation he's got going. Mm-hmm. And I learned by watching it. and people have the same, if not more of an opportunity to see him and who he is and how he operates and the things he does. People see the exact same thing that I do. But again, you want to find an excuse or, oh, well, if I was like Jared and I got to work with Grant every day, bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I don't ask Grant for help. I don't ask Grant, like, dude, you've done enough. You just show up and you do you every day and I'm going to grind and I'm going to like just watch and listen and see what I can pick up. But, you know, probably less than five times, probably on one hand, I can count the times I've like asked him for help on something like, Hey man, what do you think about this? I'm struggling with this. Can you help me out with this? Mm-hmm. I just don't do it because I get plenty by just watching and I'm watching one person too. Like, like there's a lot of great entrepreneurs and people out there, but like they all have their deal and I'm not trying to create a big pot of stew with every ingredient you can in it. You know, mm-hmm. I'm trying to, to just eat the one meal know it inside and out and build something massive. Like, you know, people should follow the people who have what, you know, the things that they want to have. Like Grant has the life I want to have. He has the business and the income and the finances and the, he gives to charity. I mean, he does a lot of things. I'm like, dude, I want that. And and you should follow somebody until you outgrow them. And, you know, if you're following the right person, you're never going to outgrow them because they're going to continue to grow. So, you know, I've seen grants in his net worth probably grow by a factor of 10 in the years that I've worked with him. And, and I just watch, you know, and I, I watch how he's always grateful, but never satisfied how he's committed to helping people so much deeper than anybody knows. Like, you know, people can look at a guy like him and be like, Oh, he's got a jet. He's got the roles. He's got this, he's got that. Like, Grant, more than anything else, if you took all the money away, believes in helping people. But he also believes in exchange. And this is something that I think that people miss big time is there always has to be a good exchange between people. Like if we create the best content in the world, but we don't exchange with people and people don't exchange with us, then it's not a good deal for somebody. Right. Like there has to be a reciprocal benefit of every exchange, like this podcast that you have and you put out, like this takes time and it takes energy and a lot of people consume it, but there has to be some give back to Travis, right? Like there needs to be some flow back to you, whether it's purchasing a course or it's doing a mastermind or a coaching thing or, or whatever the case is like people need to exchange with people. And so we believe that we're doing unbelievable work. And we're literally changing people's lives because we can change their income. And that's one of the most powerful things you can give somebody is the ability to produce. But we also know that there's a lot of garbage out there and we have to differentiate ourselves somehow. So, yeah. 
Yeah. There's so much about that that we could definitely talk about. I, I want to ask you this question. It's the question that I ask everybody that comes on the show to get the conversation going in the networking direction. So do you believe that what you know or who you know is more important and why? I believe that what you know is important if you don't know people and that who you know is important if you don't know anything. Hmm. Hmm. So explain that a little bit more in detail. If you don't know people and like networking and getting connected with people is something that's really difficult for you and it's a challenge for you and it's not something that you're good at, then you need to know something that's so valuable that people will come to you. And on the flip side, if you don't know a whole lot <laughs> yeah. that's, that's valuable and unique, then you need to know the right people because the opportunity is going to be contained in one of those. It's not one or the other. It's the opportunity lies in one of those, depending on who the person is. So that's how I look at it. Yeah. I've asked that question, well, over 120 times now. And that was the first time I ever heard that answer, but I really like it, bro. I really like it. I'll have to highlight that one. (laughs) So through everything that you've been up to recently, what would you say is like the number one contributing factor to your success? You know, playing the long game, not making short-term decisions, being willing to eat trash now to eat steak later, you know, however many ways you want to position it. It's, you know, make the investments today for what's going to come tomorrow. Like I invest most of the money that I make. So I live relatively broke for being a seven figure annual income. Like mm-hmm. yeah. I probably have 15 grand in the bank right now, because as soon as I get money, I deploy it. I, I invested in stuff and I get rid of it. So, because I'm playing a longer game, like I'm clear enough on where I want to be 10 years from now yeah. to know that that means I have to make short-term sacrifices. And it's such a hard thing for due to people, for people to do. It's such a hard pill for them to swallow, to make those sacrifices now and give up that immediate or that short-term satisfaction for something that, you know, a few years from now, I'll look back and go, wow. Like I remember the first time I wrote a check for a hundred grand to invest in a deal with Grant like five years ago. And it was like, for me before that, like if I had 15 grand in the bank, I was living large. Right. Right. So I remember I wrote this check for a hundred grand and I gave it to him. And, you know, like a month or two later after the transaction finished out or whatever, I started getting these checks and it was just my cash flow checks from the real estate. Mm-hmm. And they were like 500, 600 bucks a month. And I was like, dude, I traded a hundred grand for $500 a month. Like what? <laughs> and it didn't make a whole lot of sense at the time until I look back now and see how that first deal that I did for a hundred grand, I invested a hundred grand about six months later, the deal refinanced. I got almost 50% of my money back because the property had appreciated. My cash flow increased. We've been in that deal for six years. Today, I initially put 100 grand in the deal. I have probably 60 grand in it still. I put the other 40 grand somewhere else. And then my equity position in that, that one deal is probably worth 400 grand. So I got half a million dollars in that one deal out of that $100,000 investment. And if all I was looking at was that 500 bucks that was showing up every month, I wouldn't be in the position I am now. Yeah. And so it's hard to see that until I'm looking back now going, wow. And so it really validates everything that I had been doing, you know, not going on trips, not going on, you know, buying a brand new car, not having like freaking pimped out clothes all the time, you know, like right. wearing holes and shirts and stuff. So 
but that also builds great discipline too. Like one of the things I admire most about Grant is his discipline. He's in terms of finances, like for the amount of money he has, he lives so far beneath his means because he respects money and what it takes to make it. And so like he'll go to Bloomingdale's and won't buy anything unless it's on sale. <laughs> really? You know, it's, it's so crazy. So yeah. funny. It's just the, yeah, the ability to think long-term, to have delayed gratification is such a underrated thing. And the marketplace doesn't want you to do it because every single advertisement is directed toward you making that stupid purchase right now today. So it becomes even more difficult. And you can talk into this too, Jared. I feel like it's more difficult when you're making really good money and somebody that you know that's making far less money than you are is going out and getting all this nice stuff and like and like driving the nice car and all that kind of stuff. Does that make it more more difficult, do you think? Or are you just kind of like, nah, whatever. I'm just like, I'm thinking the long-term game. Well, you just have to be committed to what you're doing. Like literally this happened. Like I'm scrolling through Instagram and I see somebody who's young, who I guess I don't know everything about their financial situation, mm-hmm. but he shows up driving a Ferrari. And I'm just like, man, like, I know you're not making that much money, <laughs> but like this guy went out and he probably leased a Ferrari or body, whatever the deal is. I wrote a check for 250 grand yesterday to invest in a deal. So like I could have written a check for that car, mm-hmm. like, right. but now I put that money into a deal that's going to pay me in three or four years from now, that 250 is going to be worth probably 800. Right. I've been pulling checks every month. So you know, I can get drug into that. The watch I'm wearing is an IWC watch. It's a $5,000 watch. I didn't buy this watch. Somebody gave it to me. Hmm. Like I could go buy an AP. I could be driving a Bentley. Like I could be doing a bunch of that stuff, but I'm committed to my game. Like yeah, yeah. I've been able to put enough of the blockers up. And part of it is because I went through a phase where I blew all my money when I was making it. And I ended up in a position where I was looking back going, what an idiot, dude. Like if you would have just put away a thousand bucks a month or 2000 bucks a month and not spent it, Mm -hmm. you wouldn't be sleeping on your buddy's couch right now because you're broke and on unemployment. (laughs) I felt the pain before and I'm like, I'm never going back there. So I'm making the investments now. I'm living small so that I can live large, you know, 10 years from now. Yeah. That's been one of the biggest mental shifts that I've done since I've started following Grant's content. And this is something my dad's always kind of taught me. He was always like, why would I buy a car when I could go buy a house? Especially after the housing market crashed and stuff. And so I kind of always had that in me a little bit. But then even when I I started following Grant's stuff, it just was even more so because he talked about that when he's like 31, 32, however old he was. And he got a million dollars in the bank driving to Camry. I was like, oh my gosh, like that takes, like you were saying, an insane amount of discipline to be able to know that you could go buy your dream car cash right now today, but instead you shop around for a real estate deal for two years, but that deal ends up making you like $3 million. Like, and now you drive a Rolls Royce and fly in a jet. So like, yeah, it's obviously for a reason. It's just most people just can't see what's on the other side enough, I guess. They just don't have the ability to visualize what they're working for, or maybe they just don't know what they're working for. I think that it goes down to them getting bad information from the people that are around them, friends going, Oh man, you're killing it, man. Why don't you spend, you know, man, you can afford to do this or that. And then before you know it, like around you, the same way that your environment can keep you small, mm-hmm. your environment can also like force you to make bad decisions. Right. Yeah. It's not just like for the person who's trying to break out the bad environment can't, won't just hold them down. But like, 
when they start making it, like it can also bring them back down because people just lack awareness of what it takes. And then you got to, again, like you got to be disciplined enough to not be an idiot. Like, <laughs> you know, follow people. Yeah. You got to follow people like Grant. Like yeah. people don't know, like the Rolls Royce he drives. Somebody else is paying for that. He ain't paying for that. Yeah. The jet was, you know, he's traveling all over the world. There's reasons behind everything. Right. Like it's not to be like, hey, yo, I'm a baller and I fly in a jet. <laughs> right. You know? Right. <laughs> what are you investing in right now, Jared? Is it basically all into Cardone Capital or are there other things that you do? Well, two things. I mean, like, so Cardone Capital is the big thing. I invested with a couple buddies of mine, one of my buddies, the founder, in an app. It's called Hundy, H-U-N-D-Y. And so really what we're trying to disrupt is sort of the payday advance business. So okay. it's a traditionally predatory business with like, you know, sky high interest rates mm -hmm. and you know, people miss payments and it, you know, it creates a bunch of problems. So the goal, but money, short-term money is still a problem for people. So the purpose of the app is to be a community-based peer-to-peer lending platform where within the, the application, you can build credit within the Hundy community. Wow. And based on your repayment history within the app, without banks being involved, you can borrow more money. It's a two-sided platform. So there's a borrower side and the lender side. So at this point, if you're an accredited investor, you can put money into the lending pool and get a return, a 10% return on a 12-month note. Wow! And surprisingly, the default rate is like minuscule. We were factoring it to be three times what it is. And back in the day, when you wanted a loan, you went to the bank and, you know, it was done on relationships, right? There was more than just a credit score that determined your propensity to pay back a loan. And so this is kind of interesting to see how this works because the upside of it is there's about 2.7 billion people in the world who are unbankable, but there's more internet access than there ever has been more mobile devices than there ever has been. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's so big to think about like where it could go. We're starting with a kind of a community lending platform. And then the kind of the moonshot is going to be what can happen if you can get everybody transacting like this, disrupt and disintermediate the banking process. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Really cool, man. So if you're at all interested, you head over to Grant Cardone stuff, just look up Cardone Capital. Basically, it's just a real estate fund that Grant does all the investing for. They have great returns. It's something that I'm actually looking into personally. I highly recommend going and checking that out. Jared, let's go ahead and move on here to the last segment. We are running out of time. This is something I like to call the random round. Just a few really quick random questions with some quick random answers. You ready? Yeah. This is the random round. What profession other than your own do you think it'd be fun to attempt? Pro golfer. If you could sit on a park bench with someone, past or present, and talk with them for an hour, who would it be and why? Probably like Warren Buffett, you know, just because the access to knowledge and information in that guy's brain on finances is just crazy. How do you like to consume content? Books, audiobooks, blogs, podcasts, or videos? Typically audio and short form video. Okay. Short form video. What's an audio that you've listened to recently that you'd recommend everybody? You know, I listen to Grant stuff over and over again. So I'm going through listening to Be Obsessed or Be Average again right now. I rotate that out with Sell or Be Sold with some audio stuff that we've had from kind of behind the scenes sales meetings he's done for our team here. But it's, you know, I typically am listening to Grant stuff most of the time. Give us a glimpse of your morning routine. So it's changed in the last seven months because I had a baby, but Ah, huh, nice. Congrats, man. Yeah, thanks. I wake up at like 5.30 a.m. when he wakes up. 
I shouldn't say I wake up. I should say he wakes me up at five thirty, <laughs> and you know I get him fed and then hang out with him because I don't really get to see him in the evening because by the time I get home from work he's down. So he and I chill for you know an hour and a half or so. I trade off with my wife, go to the gym, and then uh, every morning I get a quad espresso macchiato and a Trente, Trenta, something like that, iced tea from Starbucks on the way in. <laughs> got to load up on caffeine before the workout. Every morning. <laughs> yeah. Every morning. What is your go-to pump-up song? It could vary. Like sometimes, you know, I'll just throw it back old school and rock freaking highway to the danger zone. <laughs> done. <laughs> <laughs> what is something that you are not very good at? Drawing drawing bro we share that bro like <laughs> I'm, I'm lucky to draw stick figures in front of a house like the old yeah, colonial house. yeah terrible right <laughs> as we get everything wrapped up here bro what is one place online where we'll be able to find you the most probably instagram at jared glenn on instagram you know i like twitter too i'm not spending a whole lot of time on facebook anymore but i don't post a whole lot on instagram but people message me and i respond back to everybody so so at jared glant on instagram if you're listening that's j-a-r-r-o-d G-L-A-N D as in dog T as in Tom Jared Glant on Instagram reach out say what's up tell him that you heard about him on the show Jared thanks so much for coming on man had a blast chatting with you yeah dude my pleasure appreciate you having me that's all for this episode of Build Your Network your next step is to visit byn.media slash FB to join in on our Facebook group for more personal engagement proven strategies and tactics to reach your ultimate goals that's byn.media forward slash FB. Remember, you're only one connection away. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.